Welcome to Marketing with Walker and Grimm, the show about marketing and advertising specifically targeted for those of us in central Pennsylvania. I'm John Walker, and when I'm not doing podcasts, I serve as a digital marketing director at LNP Media Group. And I'm Marcus Grimm. I'm the vice president of market growth and innovation over at Benchmark Construction. And wow, welcome to this show. This is it, John. This is the kickoff to season two. We got renewed. How about that? It is good to be back. Um, let me ask you this. You spent the off-season in the Caribbean, right? You oh, were uh, on the beach? You know, John, I know. Uh, I, hardly. I spent the off-season working, marking, trying to get results, John. And, you know, one of the things that I, you know, but before we get started here, speaking about getting results, these podcasts are hard. Hard? <laughs> finding finding guests. Uh, you and I had so much fun last season getting some really, really great guests on the air. Finding guests, choosing topics, um, figuring out what exactly we're going to talk about. This is this is tough stuff. You know, I, I agree with you. Um, and uh, it, But I'm just glad we've got renewed. I'm glad we're back. Uh, you know, I'm glad we made it through season one and, and we're, we're already into season two. And, and it's really important for people to realize that, you know, of course, we care about those listenerships. So, you know, uh, you can find us wherever you find your podcast, whether that be Google Play or iTunes. Uh, recently, John, I turned somebody on to uh, Overcast, which is the app that I use to stream not just our podcast, but, but all podcasts. So uh, we're out there. People People can find us, right? Excellent. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, you know, you said that uh, you spent the off season actually working, trying to get results. Well, that's what marketers do. Um, you know, and that's what business owners need marketers to do. They need us to get results for them. Um, yeah. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. Absolutely. You know, and it's a great subject. We all want to get those results. And, and you know, results looks like lots of things depending on how we do marketing. It could be lots of leads, uh, your boss coming into the office saying, well done with those results. And uh, uh, now, John, my understanding is that you're a guy who knows how to get those results. And on our season one kickoff, you're going to share the secret with us. That's right. I'm going to share the secret of getting results from marketing, and then I'm going to share the meaning of life. Oh, thank goodness, John. I have been I've been wondering about that. Right. And I know our listenership has been waiting for me to share that, and the time has come. All right. Uh, let's jump right into it. Well, here, a lot of uh, marketers like to talk about branding, and branding is important, and, and branding certainly has its place. But a lot of the small business owners that I talk to are pretty practically minded in terms of getting business results. Um, what they're looking for is they're looking for leads, they're looking for new customers, they're looking for bankable sales results. I think that's what most small businesses want to focus on. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're very practical, they want results right away. And that's what I've been thinking about in, in my off season here. And I've boiled it down to what I call the three M's of marketing. It sounds like, it almost sounds like the five P's that we did in season one, but, but first off, John, it's easier to remember three than it is to remember five. That's right. Um, and you know, as a guy named Marcus with two M's in Grimm, uh, I'm a fan of the letter M. So, so, so hit me, what are these three M's? All right, the three M's of marketing are messaging, media, 
and management. Are you are you soft floating your first book out there? Is that is that what I'm hearing with this John Walker's three M's of marketing? Yeah, I'm hoping 20 years from now uh, there there'll be two uh, people doing a, a different podcast and they'll be saying, let's talk about the genesis of the three M's of marketing. And and they will and they will go back to this dusty old podcast. Well, you've got my attention, John. Tell me some more. Okay, um, let me explain these. Um, we're going to devote this one, this this show, to the first of the three M's. I'll explain them all now. We'll cover the first, and then we'll cover the others uh, in later shows. So the first M of the three M's of marketing is messaging. And the idea here is breaking through with a message that's different, a message that scratches the itch differently, so to speak. The second M is media. Small businesses that want to get real measurable marketing results, they need to target right, they need to spend enough, and they need to keep at it, and that's what media is all about. Got it. And the last of the three M's is management. It's about managing and optimizing marketing campaigns. And the key is to optimize the campaign during a digital marketing campaign, not just after the campaign. So that's it. So we've got so we've got uh, messaging, we've got media, we got management. Uh, John, this this sounds easy. This, this is going to be the shortest podcast we we ever did, but uh, I'm guessing it's probably a little bit more complicated than that. Well, they aren't necessarily hard things to do, but getting them right means not taking shortcuts. You know, it's kind of like exercise. We know we can get fit if we exercise. We just have to commit to doing it. So how about we, we start talking about messaging? Messaging. And, that, and so messaging is what we say about our business in the marketing and advertising, right? It, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's that slogan. It's that call to action. So it's all that stuff, right? Exactly. Exactly. And unless you're the only business in your category, the only plumber, the only electrician, the only restaurant, and, and frankly, uh, no business is, um, you've got to really work on your marketing message to break through. And that's because every one of your competitors also wants to reach the same audiences you do. Um, and at least collectively, they have lots more money to, to uh, spend on advertising than you do because you're just one business and you're competing with usually multiple businesses. So, so fundamentally, what we're talking about here is this is differentiation, right? It, it's figuring out, you know, uh, how should you differentiate yourself against your, your competition? Yeah, differentiation is the name of the game. Um, and, you know, the first thing you need to know is you need to know what your competitors are saying about their businesses because that's what uh, your customers are hearing already. And second, you need to position your business differently while at the same time communicating how you are a solution to an urgent problem. So in some places we would call that going to the white space, you know, going where your competitors aren't, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's a great way of thinking about it, going where your competitors aren't. So, you know, to to repeat, first be different and second say how you're uh, meeting the need or, or scratching the itch, as we say. Mm -hmm. So let's apply this to local plumbers as an example. So I looked up a few uh, local plumbers here in Lancaster County, and I found four different unique selling propositions or, or positions for okay. them. Four different uh, messages, And let's be will. clear, but even before we even go into those four, I think it's really important that you said that, John, because there's probably 20 local plumbers. So first off, if you just have a marketing message, look what you've already done. You've knocked 80% of them away because you've said, here's something that, that, that I believe in. So it's interesting to me that you're starting right there and saying, these are the four that stood out. Good point. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
And there were absolutely some that that didn't stand out at all. I didn't list them here because I I really wasn't sure what they were saying about themselves, if anything. Right. Basically, they were saying, I'm a plumber. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so the four positions that I saw, the four different positions, one was most trusted, um, one was always on time, one was the purple plumber, (laughs) Um, and one was number one in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are interesting. Um, and, you know, these are Lancaster County plumbers. But to some degree, these are this is the type of positioning that you could find for many different types of businesses in almost any consumer market. Mm-hmm. And, and let's start with the position of number one in the market. So number one in the market, that's a great brand position. It, it's memorable. It creates trust, and, and of course, it's ownable by only one business. Right, as long as, long as you're the, the, the first one to do that. You know, it's, um, it, it's interesting because, you know, one of the things that I always think of when somebody says they're the best or, or, or they say, you know, they are number one, you know, the, the thing that you always have to say to yourself is, you know, uh, well, you know, according to who, you know, which is interesting because, you know, that's actually a validation technique that uh, here at LMP, you guys, I think, do a great job every year when you do your, your reader's favorite or your, your reader's choice awards. Right. Because, uh, you, know, you know, if I am the, I, if I am calling myself the number one plumber in the market, if people say, well, according to who, well, there's that, th- those Reader's Choice Awards. For sure. And that's a good example. Um, and, um, you know, every business in every category wants to be known as the customer's favorite. Um, so, yeah, number one in the market is a good position. Well, here's an, another one of the positions is always on time. So another of these plumbers position themselves as getting there when you need them. And my view, this is another excellent position. You know, it, it, it's a great idea. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest to, to all, uh, all the plumbers out there. Uh, always on time, I believe that's Ben Franklin Plumber, which I actually have a monthly service plan with. Mm. And, and I, and I got to tell you, and you and I have talked about this on other shows, but it's consistent throughout the brand. And what I mean by that is uh, when I call them for service, uh, the, the woman who answers the phone says something like, um, you know, always on time or you don't pay a dime. And then she goes, and I love this, John. She goes, how can I save you time today? Wow. Okay. So it's, it's being consistent with that message. But um, uh, and you're absolutely right. You know. It's interesting to me because when you're when you're shopping for a plumber, you know there are people that have been there, and you take off work, and you're waiting for them to come to your house. And for certain people, that's a, that's a pain point. They're like, you know what? I got to know when this guy's coming to my house. Right, for sure. Um, that is that is clearly a need in the plumbing marketplace. Um, okay, so another of the brand positions that I saw, um, well, it, it is most trusted. Oh. I am the most trusted plumber. Um, which, and, and I can see why a business would, uh, w- would adopt that position, but, but there are some problems with it in that it's, it's somewhat vague and it's not very memorable. And, and as you said a minute ago, it, it kind of makes you ask, uh, says who? Right. You, you know, uh, it, it's interesting. And I, I mean, uh, can I pull out the soapbox for here? Yeah, now we're in yeah. season two? You know, I, I personally struggle with this word trust being used in branding. You know, you know, the first thing, the first thing that I, that I say when, when I look at that is the, the reality is this, if, if any business today does not have a degree of trust, you don't have a business for, for very long. So, you, you know, this, this idea of what you're, you're, you're saying that the other plumbers are, are not trustworthy. Well, the reality is this, John, 
if I didn't think the other plumbers were trustworthy, I, I wouldn't give them a call. Um, I think, as you mentioned, trust is hard to, to measure. Um, so uh, I just, um, you, you know, honestly, John, when we, talk about, when we talk about slogans or messaging that have the word trust in there, I feel like, you know what, you, you can do better than that. I really do. Yeah, I agree. Okay, the last position is the most uh, entertaining anyway, and that is the purple plumber. <laughs> um, okay. Purple uh, as a business proposition seems like a bit of a gimmick, uh, but what do you think? Well, you, you know, it, it's interesting because, uh, yeah, Purple Plumber, that is, uh, that, that is a gimmick, but I mean, are gimmicks always bad? I mean, gimmicks have resulted in effective marketing before, right? Yeah, fair enough. They have. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, Virgin Atlantic, um, kind of, kind of strange. I, I don't know if it's the equivalent of uh, the purple plumber, but it's it's kind of a gimmicky uh, idea for a brand. Um, but one thing that I will say, if, if your unique selling proposition or your your messaging is is a gimmick rather than focused on a consumer benefit, you're likely going to have to spend a lot more money to imprint it on the consumer's brain. Yeah, I, I think that I think that's absolutely right. I think it. I think it does work in terms of creating differentiation, but to your point, and, and let's think this through it, and, uh, and uh, you know, John, I gotta be honest with you, I'm kinda drawing a blank on, on who that purple plumber is, but, but let's just think through what it would cost to, to support that gimmick. I'm guessing every one of the trucks would have to be purple. Right. And if you want people to notice purple trucks, guess what, now you need to make sure those trucks are clean and, and their upkeep is good. Sure. You probably wanna make sure all your personnel have, have purple shirts on yes right. yeah. yeah so you know it's uh I, I think what you said is absolutely right it it can be effective but uh that you, that's an investment that you're in for the long haul yeah yeah you're right um okay so so let's let's turn this into a bit of a challenge and the, the challenge is if you are a new plumber um coming into the marketplace just got my license just got your license knowing that these couple of positions that we've talked about are taken you know, what are some of the positions that might still be open in the marketplace? Uh, that, well, well, that's great. That's a, that's, a, that's a great thought. So, you know, um, look, <laughs> what, what, what do they say? The, uh, what do they say? The, the, the worst marketers always run. They, they run down to that price ladder and they come out and they say stuff like, hey, we're, we're the cheapest one out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, so certainly that's one of them. Uh, you know, should, should we unpack that one first or do you want me to keep listening? What do you want me to do? List uh, list another, and then let's come back to the to the less expensive idea. Okay. Well, you know, you could say uh, you could say uh, I'm the cheapest one. That's the first one. Um, the other thing that you could do is you could kind of specialize. You know, for instance, um, you know, uh, maybe maybe you're maybe you're the uh, you're the plug guy, or or maybe you're the uh, or or maybe you're the toilet guy. And mm-hmm. and the idea being that you know when I when I come out to your house for a for a toilet problem you say hey by the way would you also look at my sink as well so so focusing on an expertise uh, with a narrower set of services um, you know it can kind of build some credibility among those who, who have that problem um, narrows yeah. the market obviously but it can enable you know some customer gains that offset that yeah you know and we had talked in a prior episode about good marketing um, good marketing separates the room it sure does you know good marketing doesn't try to uh, win over everybody but it tries to win over a segment of the market and, and do so very strongly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, if you claim that you are an expert in a particular type of plumbing, that, that may be a good position. You, you know, it, to me, that's no different um, 
then, the, as I mentioned, the, the, the plumber that I use, which, which is the punctual plumber. Right. Now, now, the reality is um, the services that they provide um, are very comparable to any other plumber out there. But they've pretty much said, you know what? Here's the one thing we're going to do different. We're going to always be on time. And as a plumber, you could say you could say something similar. You could say, you know what? We're the toilet experts. Right. Yeah. You could. You could. All right. So on the toilet expert, that sounds like a good uh, point on which to take a break. <laughs> um, so let's let's take a short too break. Too easy for a joke there, buddy. Right, right. Let's take a short break, uh, and we'll be back in a second. We'll talk more about this uh, less expensive positioning. Let's flush it right there, John. <laughs> You're listening to Marketing with Walker and Grimm. The show about marketing and advertising, specifically targeted to those of us in central Pennsylvania. If you have input about the show or want to talk about your business challenges, email us at jwalker at lnpnews.com. Now back to the show. All right, so, so we're back. Uh, John, before we left, we were, we were talking ab- about toilets, so you got everything taken care of? Everything's fine. Outstanding. Well, today we're talking about the meaning of life. John's going to share with that with us uh, in just a little bit, but actually, no, he, he's sharing his three M's of marketing, the three critical techniques that make marketing campaigns work. Today, we're focused on the first one of those, uh, which is messaging. And before the break, there, there were two that we were actually uh, beginning to talk about. Um, the, the, the first being, hey, I'm the less expensive plumber, or B, uh, I am the expert plumber. In this, in this scenario, let's say I am the expert on toilets. Sure. All right. Well, so l- let's look at the less expensive uh, position for a minute. And, you know, you had said a minute ago that this is the uh, this is the place uh, where businesses go for position who maybe aren't so sure about what other position to occupy. I, I'm trying to recall the quote. If they say uh, price is the last bastion of the poor marketer okay. or something like that. And and look, the reality is this. You know, we live in a world where you've you've got inflation that happens on on an annual basis. Um, We live in a world where health insurance costs are continuing to to climb. Uh, Man, you gotta be really careful if you wanna be the cheapest guy in the room. You better be able to figure out how that business model's gonna work. And, and, you know, look, there's only so many Walmarts out there. Yeah, well, so Walmart, you know, Walmart is the marketer that uh, everyone would point to and say, well, hey, they're making it work well, and so is Amazon. What I would say about those two is they are extremely scientific about uh, managing every aspect of their business uh, as efficiently as possible so that they are they are able to be the least expensive in the market, but that they're also able to maintain at, at least adequate profits to keep their businesses going. Uh, I mean, they, neither of them has uh, wide margins by any means. But, I mean, for, for both of those businesses, to some degree, low price is a, it's a religion for them. It's a religion, John. And I think what's really, really important about that, and maybe what most businesses don't realize is, uh, it is sewn into every piece of fabric. You, you know, people complain or some people complain about the wages of the Walmart worker. Well, the reason the Walmart's wages are low are so that they can support those low prices. Um, some, of the, some of my favorite conversations I've had with salespeople are salespeople that have been fortunate enough to go on a call to, to buyers at, at Walmart. And, 
you know what? It is a it is a very adversarial relationship. So I mean, you know, you can't just uh, you can't just look around and go, ah, you know what? I'm going to be the cheapest price guy. I, I love your word for it, John. It is a religion, and, and it's got to go through every facet of your business. Right. So um, you know, it's something to be undertaken in terms of a position with great caution. Absolutely. Um, you know, so the other position we were talking about here, the other maybe open position, say for a plumber is, is this expert. I am an expert in some area. And, and I like that position a lot more for, for maybe for a plumber and, and for a lot of other businesses. And I, I've seen it work well uh, on a number of levels. Well, you, you know, it, it definitely has. And, you know, we talk about, for instance, you know, some of the service-based businesses out there. Now, now, if I'm an attorney, for instance, in, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, the, the reality is uh, I believe I can practice just about any type of law. Uh, but, the, but the smart ones tend to say, here's what I do. I am a personal injury attorney uh, or I am a divorce attorney. And and what you're doing there is, you're, is, is you know, Ideally, you're, you're separating the room. You know, you're, you're going to the person saying, hey, listen, I'm not going to call that guy for workman's comp, but uh, if me and the missus aren't getting along anymore and I need to, to get third-party involvement, you know, that might be who I call. Right. And, and I see this type of position even to some degree in local retail. You know, if, if you think about how you'd position a retail business, and I see this with businesses downtown in Lancaster, all the goods that anybody needs are really available through mass merchants or online. So if you're running a local retail business, you really have to uh, narrow your focus and do something extremely well and, and also know that you're, you're likely not going to compete on price with the larger, um, with the larger sellers. You're not going to compete on price. You're not going to compete on selection. You're not going to compete on those very, very general things. And of course, what we're talking about here is you got to figure out that position, and then, of course, that position needs to be reflected in the messaging. So if we go back to our purple plumber, for instance, we've got somebody there who, um, you know, before he started running ads saying, I'm the purple plumber, or she, but before they started running ads saying, you know, call the purple plumber, first it was all about, we're going to be the purple plumber, and we're going to paint those trucks purple, and we're going to paint, put on purple shirts as well. Yeah, for sure. And, and if you made the decision that you are going to choose the expertise and kind of narrow the focus of your business, you'd want to uh, manage your business uh, against that goal in, in all aspects, who you hire, how people are trained, what services you choose to provide, which services you choose not to provide. But, but in doing so, you are naturally going to set yourself apart and position yourself for uh, some likelihood of success in marketing. Well, that, that, that's exactly right. It, it creates that differentiation. Now, you made me curious. You mentioned some, some uh, messages uh, earlier in the show. So I went to the Google, too. And, uh, and you know, uh, we're going we're gonna to name a few names here, if that's All okay right, with you, John. All right, let's do it. So, so uh, again, our local trusted plumber w was Brubaker's. Um, and, again, I want to be, be really clear here. I've used Brubaker's through the years. I do trust them. Uh, I think they do a fantastic job. Um, as a marketer, John, I, I'd like to see them do more. I'd like to see them show more differentiation. Um, so, uh, you know, any, any thoughts on Brubaker's? I, I'm guessing you've shopped there through the years. I have. Um, and, and good, well-respected uh, local business. But like you, um, you know, if, I believe if they wanted to get more, put more teeth in their, in their marketing and advertising and have their investments maybe in advertising work a little bit harder, having a sharper and more specific position 
uh, might help them. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Now, it was interesting when I ran a Google search for local plumbers, one of the ones that came up really high, um, this was a new name to me, and, and it probably shouldn't be, but there's a plumber, and I believe their home office is down in, in, the, in that uh, right-end corner of the, of the county in Ackland. Um, Summers and Zims comes up uh, very, very high. Um, uh, so, you know, if they're, you know, those of you who are a plumber, you might want to look at what Summers and Zims is doing from an SEO perspective. Uh, we, you and I haven't really done a whole lot of SEO work here on this show. But, you know, here, here's a fun one, John. They, they like to call themselves the good-natured guys. All right. Well, maybe they knew some plumbers that weren't good natured. Um, in fact, uh, maybe down in the Glen area, there, there's sort of a, a feud among plumbers. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it is kind of funny, isn't it? Because, you know, I, I think we've all had that scenario where you where you get home from work and, you, and you're, you're talking to the spouse and, and maybe maybe, you know, she she saw the plumber. or You came home and you're like, wow, man, that guy who was here was a real grump. So, uh. yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know if I don't know if it permeates throughout the brand, but uh, I kind of had fun with it. Uh, we mentioned Ben Franklin, uh, the, the punctual punctual plumber, and as they say, uh, when I call them up, how can I save you time today? Um, you know, that's uh, it's, it's a great position. They, they are. Um, this is one um, that, uh, <laughs> and I don't know what all marketing they do if they do radio or, or TV, but. Uh, uh, I'm a fan of, uh, of going to our local movie theaters, and uh, how many times have I been sitting at, at Penn Cinema, and I'm 15 minutes early for the movie, and uh, uh, when you're, when, when you're, what is it, when your sink won't, or when your sink won't empty, and the furnace don't blow, call 6251000. Wow, you remembered it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they've, you know, they, what they've decided to do, and I think there's value in this, is they, uh, Neffsville Plumbing and Heating, they are hammering you with that phone number called 625-1000. And, um, you know, it's interesting, John, and um, my guess is these days people still tend to pick up the phone to, to book a plumber. But that, that's actually something to think about if you're, if you're in marketing over there. If you're booking more appointments online these days, mm -hmm. um, that just could be one of those things you want to look at that, you know, 15 years ago, uh, I would think that that was probably a more effective message than it is now. But every time I go to Penn Cinema, I, uh, I, I know the jingle. Well, it's stuck in your head. It reminded me of 1-800-Flowers. Um, I mean, 1-800-Flowers is the name of the company. That's right. Um, which is a bold and probably effective uh, marketing mm -hmm. maneuver. Yeah. So, so you, know, um, I, I, you know, you and I try to give tactical advice from time to time here. So if I'm the if I'm the marketing person for Neffsville uh, Plumbing and Heating, uh, I do like that slogan, but I would want to do simple things like I would want to get data from my call center mm -hmm. to say um are we is is it the phone? Is that how we're how we're getting getting our appointments today? So right. um, um but uh, fun 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 jingle. And now here's one that is not scalable at all, John, um but it's as personal as as it goes. Uh, Joe the plumber. Um and if you if you go to Joe the plumber, he's got some YouTube videos. He's got his face, his name. Um the the message itself is pretty simple. Um, but clearly when you call Joe the plumber, guess who's going to show up, John? I'm thinking it's Joe. <laughs> it's Joe. And, and, uh, you, you know, I think you talk about brand positioning. Um, I can totally see that, that, uh, again, it's, it's not really super scalable as a business, but if you want to know who's going to show up, it's a, it's a great way to do it. You know, 
personal branding, extending it to the, to the brand of the company, it's brilliant. Well, you know where that may have come from? I don't know if you remember the um, um, Sarah Palin um, campaign. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely the, the, there right. was a There was a Joe the Plumber. A, a voter who that's right. I think called himself Joe the Plumber basically said, I'm average Joe. I mean, it was sort of shorthand for I'm, I'm average Joe. Um, and I, th I think, right? Am no, that's, that, that is, that is exactly. Yeah. And typically, you know, you sound younger than me on this show, but uh, that that's one that I had forgotten that takes us back a few years. And so, yeah, we don't know when Joe, uh, when our own local Joe, the plumber uh, set himself up for business, but uh, you know, it, it, it uh, could have been something to do with that. And I, and I think he's doing a good job with it. So, Hey, listen, uh, that brings us to the end of uh, episode one of the, the three M's of marketing. Um, I was hoping for the meaning of life, um, but you did share with us one of those keys of marketing success. Um, want to thank all of our local plumbers for letting us analyze their brands. And, and John, uh, I wouldn't flush any of them. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've done enough plumbing jokes so far um, in, in our first episode of season two. But you've been listening to Marketing with Walker and Grimm, the show about marketing specifically for businesses in central Pennsylvania. To hear all of our shows, subscribe at Google Play, iTunes, or visit us at LMP Media Group. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. 